All right, guys, welcome to today's show. And on the show today, we kind of had a roundtable discussion, hangout, football watching, pizza eating, just guy fest. I mean, it was a ton of fun. And my guests on the show, so first of all, it was Zach Hopper, Drew Edwards, Dwayne Bratcher, Adam McSparron, and Adam Davis. And so Zach and Adam Davis, they were both from Buck Gardner Calls. And then Dwayne and Adam, the other Adam, were our photographer and videographer for the weekend. And so it was me and my buddy Drew that went up. We hunted with my cousin Sam and the new outdoors guys in northeast Wisconsin. And we got on some birds. I mean, it was a ton of fun. I think I can speak for the entire group when we say it was a blast. And I hope that we can make it happen again soon. Um, We may go back up there and hunt. We may look at other states and uh, just different scenery, even though it was lights out. I mean, we saw, at least I did, I saw more birds, especially mallards, drop in in front of me than I think I've ever seen in my life. And, I mean, we knew that it was going to be a killer weekend. The first morning we were there, we were set up, and maybe 15 to 20 minutes before sunrise, we had, or 15 to 20 minutes before legal shooting light, so almost an hour before sunrise, we had birds dropping in by the dozens and it continued all the way through until we could actually legally shoot. And so, yeah, all that to say, it was amazing. There's going to be a ton of good content coming your way, both from the podcast as well as all of their social media accounts, the pictures and videos to come. Um, Be watching on Buck Gardner's website as well. You're about to hear a bit about a little contest that may be happening soon. And so, I hope you guys uh, are excited about this episode. It was so much fun, and we're going to jump right in. Like, he was doing things that were just badass. That was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dan had the gun, I did have the rifle, like, we would be okay. All right, guys, welcome to today's show, and on the show with me today... Starting on my left, going clockwise around the circle, we've got Zach with Buck Gardner, Drew with Drew, <laughs> uh, Dwayne with Mallard Media, Adam with Grid Square Photography, Adam with Buck Gardner. This is awesome. This is the most people I've ever had on the podcast at once. So um, we're actually up in Wisconsin right now. Water. We're not currently waterfowl hunting. We are watching. Zach have like a manic anxiety, I don't know, episode. What what would you call that? Like his random outburst, the way he's scratching his neck like he's a crackhead. Uh, it's called being an Ole Miss fan. <laughs> he's been losing his mind. Every time they drop a ball, he kind of freaks out. And so there might be some of that added into this show. But what have you guys thought about uh, – Wisconsin so far. It's incredible. Lots of cheese. <laughs> Love the cheese curds. Very cheesy. It's it's been good. And there's some ducks. Yeah, the ducks have been nice. I know. What do you like first thing this morning, what do you think when when all those birds started piling in? Oh, it's gonna get a little bit of greasy in here, bud. <laughs> Thought I was gonna have a ton of video footage of Zach missing birds, but <laughs> didn't happen. He let us down on that one. Yeah. Sure shot. He's the only one that we can guarantee. No, that's not true. 
Adam, you shot a you shot a goose that nobody else shot at. Oh, green head. Oh, it was a green head. That's right. Zach but had. We it. know. We know for a fact. Drew took oh, care. Yeah. Of he, he took one. care of one, actually several, and uh, he left behind the remnants of blindside and some breast while cleaning. There were some mangled birds out there today. That one. I mean, you took out the throat and the top half of both breasts on that. Hate to see it. <laughs> I mean, thanks for the contribution, Drew. You're crushing this. Um, yeah, we ended up with what was it like 21, 21 mallards and twenty one uh, geese plus a pintail and then a pintail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was twenty two because we had that one behind the blind. Yeah, we found another. Oh yeah. So it was like forty three, forty four. Yeah. Did yeah. we ever count though? Once we stacked them up. Oh, okay. I was. It'd I was be going illegal off. if we didn't. Well, it wouldn't be illegal. We just wouldn't have an accurate count. Correct. As long as we're not over. Right. Right. I love it. <laughs> I like ask a question and I get like these random eye turns sideways and then they all go back to the TV. Um, <laughs> that's because football's on. And it's been kind of a man weekend. Just everybody hanging out, shooting birds, watching football, eating pizza, and super greasy food. Yeah. What are you guys expecting for tomorrow? After looking at that feed tonight, I mean, another, another at least full duck day. I mean, there was what, 600 birds in that feed? At least. Yeah. I just expect to be fully clothed. Since, oh my gosh! Since yeah. Delta, yeah, since, let's get to that. Real yeah, quick. since Delta Airlines decided to finally deliver my bag, tell us about that. So, of course, Delta delivers the guns. They're not going to lose the guns. Uh, lost both my bag, Zach's bag, but his delivered last night, so he had it today. And then they delivered mine tonight at uh, seven thirty. So basically borrowed everything for this morning's hunt yeah when when we showed up gosh that was just last night it seems like a lot longer ago that we met up at the at the restaurant but that's what happens when you don't sleep though uh, yeah that's true we got like two hours of sleep last night drew and i and and sam did yeah but yeah when we showed up at the restaurant and then you guys came in you were so on edge i was just like man this guy I, I hope he's cool to be around. I'm not. And then all day today, I was like, oh, hey, he's actually a pretty cool dude. But you were just, I mean, I could tell you were ticked about Delta. Well, I mean, it, it's just not fun to plan a quick trip that's only technically 48 hours. And your first entire day, you're wearing everyone else's clothes. You're shooting someone else's ammo. No, you don't have your own duck calls, so you just kind of sit back and all you can do is watch and shoot. Yeah. I mean, luckily it wasn't super cold out today, um, but it probably feels great to have all your own stuff back oh, again. Absolutely. I remember we walked in, and I think that was like the first thing you said. You're like, boom, look behind the door. <laughs> and we looked over there, and we're like, yeah. It was a party. Who uh, who's gonna shoot the most birds tomorrow? Obviously me. <laughs> I like that we we did all look. You, at you. you all looked at me because 
We probably I mean, just thought there was going to be something super arrogant. Said. Technically, no, me through the camera lens, but Ooh. you know, you know definitely going to be more bird shot through that. I need to figure out my camera. That that Tacticam is giving you fits. That was rough. Who was it? You that brought up um, the fact that you can turn on a setting where it like starts when I shoulder the gun. Yes, I'm going to have to figure that one out tonight, and I need to figure out how, <laughs> how to, to get it out of three. Out. Yeah, three times zoom. Oh man. I got a lot of birds on camera being shot, but it's like nothing but sky, the bird for two seconds, and then nothing but sky again for seven kind minutes. Kind of like when Zach has ever tried to record anything, it's about what it looks like. Yeah. the I, I find that Zach is kind of the common denominator in everybody's, it's like little spousal disagreements. I feel like, I feel like Zach's kind of married to each of you individually, and you guys get in these little tiffs all throughout the day. I just, you know, if I don't mess with you, I don't like you. He's the youngest one, so, you know, you got to pick on your little brother, I guess. And Zach, are you single? Yes. So, any anybody out there you know, looking? <laughs> <laughs> I've got some really good audio clips so you can catch his personality. So, if anybody if anybody's interested... <laughs> If they're looking for a manly man. <laughs> I like that nobody could keep a straight face on that. Keeping this PG. Mm. Drew, are you tired? Kids. A little bit. Drew kind of looks like, I mean, just turn and look at everybody quick, Drew. Drew kind of looks like a young dude that is in the middle of combat in World War II right now. Like, the way your hair is, <laughs> the way you look exhausted, yeah. you've got camo on. I know exactly where the Glock 48 is in this room. Yeah, you're kind of paranoid tonight. And the sad part is, he's the only one that showered since we got here. Yeah. Oh, don't tell everybody that. <laughs> it's only been 24 hours since we've been here. It's not like it's that big of a deal. Yeah. It does feel great. Some of y'all stink. I bet. Yeah. Dude, my feet smelled either. so bad today when we went to that restaurant. <laughs> It, it was bad. I haven't changed my socks, but luckily, who cares? They don't smell anymore. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow on the agenda, we're waking up, gonna go hunt the same little little hole. Yeah. Other Adam, why don't you tell us about that hole that we hunted this morning? So, uh, really, it's just in the middle of a cornfield, and it's just this random little water hole. That's probably I don't know. What do you think? maybe not even a foot deep. And uh, we just put some full bodies, some floaters in there, just enough to kind of bring them in. And, dude, they just dumped in. And what is it you think in probably like the first 10 minutes right there before shooting light, it was just like wave after wave oh, after wave. Oh, hundreds of birds, yeah. I mean, we, yeah, probably had, sure. we probably passed on 200 birds before it, it even got a shooting light. Yeah. I mean, and, and then me and Dwayne are over here, just trying to be able to get the cameras to focus on everything because it's still dark and we couldn't see anything. And come shooting light, we're trying to just keep track of where the birds are and they're coming in from every direction. Well, so. and then even when it did get light, you guys were having a hard time staying focused on the birds because we had no cover out there. Yeah, and, and straight so, over the back of our heads constantly. Yeah, yeah. the whole time because we wanted to... Ideally, we'd be facing... Um, backs to the wind, right? Right, but 
that would have put our eyes right in the sun. There was no cloud cover. And so we had to kind of shift it. But we were also in the cornfield with no cover at all. And so we put those corn stalks in between the blinds. Yeah. And, yeah, focusing through that was Yeah, as if it's not hard enough to get ducks to go where you want them to go. You have to wait for the camera guys to be able to get the, you know, to get the video or the photos that you need for one or want. Yep. Makes it just that much harder. Oh, yeah. And you guys crushed it, though. I mean, you showed us hundreds of videos and pictures so far today. And they looked amazing. I think we both got some really good stuff today. I mean, yeah, absolutely. After that first 10 minutes, I was like, man, this is going to be awesome content. Yeah. Yeah, there was no doubt. I mean, it was. I mean, when I was sitting there watching, when that first group of birds came in this morning, there was probably like 40 birds, and they just dumped in there. I was like, oh, this is going to be like a killer day. Like, there's no doubt. Like, we're about to kill birds, and it's going to be hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's tomorrow I think we're looking at. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) That distracted me so bad. Oh, man. What did? Uh, Just Zach. Zach. almost got a first down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he, <laughs> in case you guys aren't watching the game, yeah. all right, yeah. Um, I have no idea what I was saying right before that, but oh, I do. Tomorrow is supposed to be similar weather conditions, yeah, which is similar. awesome, except for the cloud cover. Even issue more sunny again. than yeah. today was. Yeah, yeah, because the, the birds worked <clears throat> like every group came in; they were dropping in hard. Locking up from a long way off until the sun came up. Oh, yeah. And we cast that shadow. Because we basically just made like a mock dirt berm with all of our blinds side by side. And then as soon as the sun came up. I mean, it was a great hide besides the shadows. Yeah. Like, it looked really good. I mean, what do we do tomorrow different if we don't have cloud cover again? If we can slide the blinds back a little bit, that'd be I think so. I think so, too. I think if you slid them back, maybe like... 10 yards, so where your the... shadow's not on the water, yeah, that might help. Okay. You know, I honestly, that and your only other option is to set up facing the sun because then you the shadow's behind you and it's not as tall. Yeah. And, you know, but then you got to look at the sun, and that's not very good for a camera angle trying to no. see yeah. ducks with the sun in your face. You have a glare on your camera all day. I mean, the other, the other thing that's going to matter is which way the wind's blowing, too. I mean, Straight if they're going to go face. landing into the wind, and that's – with the sun in our face, then, I mean, you got to take that into account too. It's being on that slope like we are, that like breaks our silhouette up like a lot. So, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, if the birds would just fly later to where the shadows were, like where the sun was not cast in a shadow, it, was up a little it would be, it would be over. Yeah. One thing, it would just be cloudy. <laughs> one thing we do have to look forward to tomorrow is with the weather change, of course, they've lost some birds, but, there's a lot of migrators, mm-hmm. so the birds tomorrow hopefully are new birds. Uh, accor- oh, yeah. According, that. yeah, according to the scouts yeah. this afternoon, uh, the the feed was great from the ducks. So hopefully mm-hmm. the the honkers or the migrators passing through. Well, yeah. even yeah. later in the morning, once everything kind of died down, we started seeing a lot more of those flocks that were migrating out. Yeah, and you know those high birds that weren't there was no chance they were coming down. They were moving out. So. I mean, I think that's indicative. A lot of those, you know, like Adam was saying, coming down to replace those. Mm-hmm. So hopefully yeah. they haven't been pressured too much already, you know, in the last you know, 48 hours. To I mean, Canada's just now getting like a 
a cold front. Right. It's just now, like, below freezing up there. Well, I mean, here, you, what, two days ago it was 60, and this morning it was 40. Mm -hmm. Big change, so... Yeah. And northwest wind, it it's it should be good. Them Saskatoon birds, eh? <laughs> yeah, the uh, the low forties is awesome. How'd you guys feel? I mean, I, I know there were a lot of comments about being cold this morning. Well, I mean, it was eighty degrees when we yeah, left I'm Memphis. Say, yeah. yeah. So when you go from eighty to forty in <laughs> twelve hours, twelve hours. Oh yeah, it that's a huge change. The advantage though is the humidity. Yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. We, high humidity, just rain at home. We get here, it's cool, but it's very, very low to no humidity. Yep. Yeah. My advantage was I had my bag with all my clothes in it. <laughs> and that, yeah. that was a huge advantage for me personally. Yeah. Well, I had to uh, sacrifice some of my warmer stuff, you know, for the greater good. For the greater you you good. all heard that, right? He just actually admitted I was the greater good. Matt Ooh. Corral for Heisman, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Touchdown. Touchdown Ole Miss. Just a little update. Yeah, you can just keep everybody updated. Yeah, I mean, we can just keep this going, but just update throughout the game. Only <laughs> on good stuff, though. But, what? I mean, like, listening to those birds in there this afternoon, like, you could just tell they were happy to be on water. Like, feeding in corn. Like Yeah. Oh, and we've got this thing baited, by the way. I mean, just loads and loads of corn. <laughs> just kidding. It's all natural. You know, back to what Adam said earlier. <laughs> back to what the other Adam said earlier. Uh, I mean, you're you're talking about a pothole. Uh, yeah. You know, these yeah. birds. 20 yards across. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyone, yeah. anyone that's been to Canada, I mean, Zach, Zach's only been home for about 10 days. Uh, you, really, not even that, a week. No, maybe a week. So, everyone in Canada is talking about how dry it is. Mm-hmm. So, these birds are coming across. They're getting here. And this pothole's a foot deep, 20 20 yards 20 wide, 40. maybe 40 yards long. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And 100 at a time. Yeah. Hitting hitting this. Oh, yeah. So not only are they looking for the water, their food, uh, just trying to. I mean, it sounded like a meat competition in there this afternoon. I mean, oh, it was chatter. It was, it was crazy. Just, yeah, as soon as awesome. we got out of the trucks, we could hear them. Yeah. And we're like, man, there's got to be a lot of birds. And I was hoping for like 100. Yeah, Maybe too. even 150. Oh, dude. Can you imagine? You probably, if you flew your drone over at that point, you probably couldn't see water. Oh, I, yeah. in that little pot, there there's no way. It had to have been jam full. Six to 700 birds in that tiny little area. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. they were getting up in volleys of like 75 to 150, and there was four, For five huge, minutes. four huge volleys. Five yeah. straight minutes. Yeah. It was yeah. just birds getting off the water tonight. And so. And there was more. They're like, there was a few groups like come in like they were you know they were there was so many birds there that they were still attracting other birds that were oh, i yeah. guess probably going to look for roost or whatever and they dive in there and then realize oh well these birds are all leaving let me get out of here too but yeah. you know they definitely won in that spot so oh, there was cool. a bunch of honkers flying too like they we think they were coming off of this earlier than the ducks possibly hopefully but there was a ton of honkers flying around well you yeah. know you know guys were talking about the hunting but I don't know what the plans are with Dan and something we haven't talked about is who we're hunting with. Oh yeah. So yeah. I, I just want to give a shout out to Sam and uh, the guys with new outdoors here in Northeast Wisconsin. Yeah. They've been awesome. I mean, Sam knows his stuff. No, no doubt. I don't. Absolutely. I just met all the other guys for the first time today and they were super cool dudes, but like just some credibility to Sam yeah. He scouts. I oh, mean, no he doubt. puts in the work. Even tonight, 
Oh, it was yeah. like, hey, we gotta we gotta get out and scout, and like him and Drew were really pushing to go find the birds, and we started driving, and we saw what probably like a dozen yeah. in the first flock. We just followed, and all we did it was like we were storm chasing. Yeah, we we literally just drove, and anytime we saw those birds turn, we would like make a right hand turn to follow them, and then they'd turn back north, and we'd follow them north, and we just kept doing that, trying to find where where they were gonna end up. And then that didn't uh, happen though. We just went back to where we knew. Yeah, we found a couple spots where they had dumped in, but yeah, spots that he didn't have access, and the chances of him getting it before tomorrow morning were probably slim. I think that one spot over the hill where we watched some birds dump in probably had a good bit over there. Oh yeah, those birds set down hard. Onyx. Oh yeah, had some water. I think there was some water on there. It looked like you know mm-hmm. during the summer is a little pocket, but especially with all the rain they've had, it's probably a you know good sized pothole like we were hunting. Yeah. Well, in I mean, it's just kind of an ideal situation where we're at because they've got. <laughs> I'm just I, I just have to address this so everybody knows. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's agging it on. Drew's agging it on. <laughs> so is that a but no? I, I shouldn't I shouldn't address it. That Matt Corral is the best quarterback in the. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> No, not Matt Corral. No. He's alive and good. Yeah, no, he's alive and good. No, that's all we care about. No, back to the hunt. I'm just this game is this is this is very entertaining. I mean, from my is. point of view. Yeah, yeah, it's been awesome. <laughs> I, I can't I think, help it. I'm I'm honestly like he's, calm. He's nerding out. Like he's freaking out. Yeah, my hands are sweaty. <laughs> so I think one of the things that was most impressive has been most impressive to me is with a lot of guided hunts that I've been on. You know. Y- you really don't know the first time you go with somebody like what you're going to get. Like sometimes yep. you get those guys that, you know, they know, oh, well, there might be birds here. We'll, we'll try it. Yeah. Like Sam knew the birds were going to be there because they were out there at 2 o'clock this morning. Y'all were out there. No, they, they had, were out there all night. He had yeah, guys like he had guys out there all night to make sure that the experience was going to be what we expected or yeah. what we wanted. I mean, we had 44 birds on the ground, and he was like, did y'all have fun? Like, did you enjoy yourself? Like, yeah. are you serious? No, I like, hate I'm it. I'm from South Carolina. Like, we don't see birds like this. Uh-huh. Like, you know, so, I mean, somebody that's going to go above and beyond, spend the whole afternoon going and scouting to make sure that that experience is everything that you want it to be, you know, that you have fun, that you come back and you tell people, you know, and he's very reasonable priced. Very, like, very, you know, super recommended. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and, and I'll I'll say, I've been to Canada several times. This reminded me a lot of Canada. Yeah. The, no, the terrain, sure. uh, the style of hunting, uh, and honestly, just the fact that these guys can walk up to a house and knock on a door, and talk to these farmers, and they let you hunt. Yeah, offer you, a case you, of yeah. courage. Whatever, you you, you know? don't yeah. get that in the South. No, definitely you know, not. In, in the South, yeah, we, we have tons of hunting in Arkansas, Mississippi, Tennessee, everywhere in the South, honestly. But you you wouldn't even attempt to knock on a door. It, yeah. it's, it's to the point you know you're wasting your time. But mm-hmm. these guys have relationships. And, again, Sam, Sam knows his stuff. He knows the people. Uh, and he's got something good going here. And man, can he run a goose call? Good lord, he, that yeah. was impressive. That he's, dude, he's was a freak hammering. with a call in his hand. Yeah, that was incredible. I mean, he turned birds that were like had no shot, 
Yeah. I mean, they were gone. Like it looked like they had seen us or something, and they were, you know, jetting out of there. And he stood up with that flag and just gave them this just insane sequence, and they just hit that wind, come right back. Yeah, and I, you know, pointing back to Canada. For anyone who's never been to Canada, do it. Well, for one, do it if you can. But for all those that can't, I would highly recommend coming and talking to these guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you want the experience and it feels like Canada, but you may be, I mean, just for one, it's expensive to go to Canada. Yeah. Sam's reasonable. Yeah. And he is good. He's highly recommended by me for sure. And I'll tell a lot of people about Sam. Yeah, he, it, it's really cool because, like, growing up, him and his dad got into hunting before I ever did, and they're the ones that got me into it because um, my parents were, like, solely whitetail rifle hunters. You know, that's that's really all they did. And so they got into it. I started getting excited about it, and Sam's years younger than me. And since the, from the time he was probably, like, six, he could blow calls. And then he just kept going and going, getting better and better. Well, then, like you said, he was he was building relationships with people long before, I mean, even he graduated high school. Like, in high school, he'd go around, talk to these farmers. And even now, he'll go and introduce himself to a farmer. And they're like, Sam, Sam Medke. Oh, yeah, I heard about you from this neighbor or this neighbor. You can hunt my fields whenever you want. You just, you know. I mean, he's built a rapport in this area with with all these landowners, and it's really cool. It's cool to see him doing all the back work. And, I mean, he treats this like a full-time job. Oh, yeah. Even though it's – I mean, this is his weekend deal. It's his, yeah. it's his passion. And we need to give a shout-out to his crew. That's all I, I, I say, I say his crew. Off. I'm not going to say his crew, yeah. but the new <laughs> – the new crew. outdoors crew, the yeah. new crew. Yeah, those, yeah. especially uh, some of the younger guys really impressed me today with just you know their drive, and you could just tell that you know they really enjoy what they're doing, and just their you know some of the calls that some of these guys made that you know, um, hey these ducks over here, you know these these guys are some of these guys are 20, 21 years old, and you know they've probably been hunting most of their life, but you know they they watch a bird turn just a little bit away from us and say, okay, well now we got to pull the mojo out because that bird didn't like that mojo. He saw mm-hmm. it, you know, and he was out of there. And uh, the crew definitely, you know, those guys, all of them are really great. You could tell they all real have, have a real passion for it. Oh yeah, very passionate. Mm-hmm. And and they've got their system down. I mean, if you if you notice this morning at all, I know you guys came a little bit later, but there was still setup and stuff going on. Well, they don't have like there are certain guys either. Like they, no, they've, they've got, got really good gear. Like two huge, fully enclosed trailers yep. loaded to the brim with decoys and blinds, and, and it's not just throwing the bed of the pickup. And it's legit. It's well, yeah. as legit as it gets. There's, there's a ton of guys. Anybody that's listening knows silhouettes are kind of the 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 new thing. Yep. Um, one company in particular is kind of the one everybody goes to, but everybody's making them. These guys are these guys are hardcore full bodies. Yep. I mean, there's a lot more work. We didn't have a, a single silhouette. There no, was no, not no. a single we silhouette. Didn't, we didn't even have shells. A lot of guys will just do the stackable shells because yeah, they're yeah. easy, they're light, they're cheap. Not a single shell, not a single silhouette. They were all full bodies yep. out yeah, there. Yeah. All of it. And the the crew just had they had their system so well tuned that like. Some guys were setting up duck decoys. Some guys were throwing decoys on the water. Some guys were setting up goose decoys. 
Others were brushing in blinds or going to get more hide to cover the blinds in. Um, like Sam and I, we ran to the gas station and then met you guys and, and you all hopped in the truck with us driving out there. I mean, it was just like an operation. It wasn't yeah. just a bunch of dudes standing around like, I wonder how we should do this. They had it down. Yeah. They knew exactly what was going to work, and then it did to well, a team. Well, these are guys that not only do they work together and they've kind of turned this into a, right now, a side job, but they're friends. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, Sam's relationship with the local farmers, these these young guys have these partnerships within an hour to two hours of here in every direction. Yep. And all of them have the relationships with different farmers. Yeah, and I mean – Sam Sam was obviously our point of contact just because he's had kind of a relationship with Buck Gardner in the past and then he and I being cousins. But, he yeah, like you said, he had guys that have been out. I mean, they're spending hours every morning just sitting and watching from a distance to see how many birds are dropping in, how many birds are coming off, what time they're coming in and leaving, how many were ducks, how many were geese, and then doing it again at night. I mean, it sounded like yesterday – there were there was somebody watching that water hole, basically dusk till dawn. Yeah, oh, dawn yeah. Till all dusk. day. Well, yes, we yesterday. we came in today was second season opener. Yep. And so for the last what Zach two three days they they've been in contact with Zach. They've oh, yeah. watched this field specifically for the last three days and knew it to a T. Oh yeah. Yep. Yesterday so, morning, just sending me videos of just flies. Oh yeah, and flocks video after and, video. Yeah, it was insane. And then that's what we saw. I mean. I think there was a lot of hunting pressure around us. Like, there was gunshots going off everywhere, so maybe it wasn't as good because maybe some birds migrated, maybe some were, you know, getting pressure where they didn't yesterday, but it was it was still pretty bang up. Yeah. We, uh, I feel like this needs to turn into a yearly trip. I agree. For sure. Oh, absolutely. I've enjoyed it a lot. Just maybe an extra day next year. Yeah. yeah. Or two. Or a week. Good. Or two. Or yeah. a week, yeah. yeah. I've got family here. Yeah, that, that'd just, be perfect. Just do a little tri-state. I could bring my Dakotas. wife and kids. They could hang out with my family, and yeah, then I could stay even longer. I'll bring my wife and kids. So she can hang out with your wife and kids. That's what we need to do. We need to connect all of our families on yep. social media for sure. And even if they don't come up here, they can get they can all get together somewhere else for sure. And then we'll come up here and have. Maybe somebody bring a single family member about twenty three years old. <laughs> you know, if you want to, you know, just. That's female. Well, I mean, if you're making requests, do you have like certain look that you go for? Um, all their teeth, uh, not morbidly obese. Um, you know, at least a four on his scale, which is right. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna like sneak them out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not gonna sneak them out. No. Well, you, you know why while we're kind of talking about trips, uh, I mean, I think it's a good time to talk. Can we talk about Buck Gardner for a second? Absolutely. So I know you guys have heard Zach before, but I'll kind of talk about Zach a little bit. So he is taking our marketing to a new level. Uh, something that our brand Buck Gardner brand has not had. Uh, it's been several years. Uh, Buck has if anyone is familiar with Buck, they know who Buck is, Buck Gardner. Um, you know, his health has taken a toll on him, and I still talk to him personally. I try to stay in touch. I know Adam talks to him 
but we're our goal is is we want to take a step back and and really bring the brand back to what Buck had. Yeah, uh, he deserves it. Uh, I think the brand deserves it. But while we're talking about trips, this is our first trip of the 2021 season, and we are, like said earlier, I guess, when the two camera guys came on. So we're we're videoing, we're photoing. Uh, we are going to do some short clips, some short films on social media. Uh, we hope to kind of revive the YouTube channel and uh, let Zach kind of run with it. We've got, I know, two more trips, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and possibly a conservation hunt in Arkansas in February. Nice. So we're going to start releasing this and hopefully get it to a point where uh, I would like to see it get to eight, ten short films a year. Mm-hmm. Is would be Me my too, goal. Because I get to go. Would <laughs> would be the goal. Yeah. Um, so anybody listening, I we would love some feedback as we do this, and tell us what you'd like to see. I mean, I think this is a great start because not many people travel to Green Bay, Wisconsin, for a hunt. Yeah. And. I'm just going to say again, it's great. It's been a great experience. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, I mean, I think you guys are an awesome group. Like, I didn't know the different personalities because you and I are, me and Zach are the only ones, I guess, from your crew that have talked. And it was a great podcast when you hopped on. But um, you guys traveling around, you're going to make some awesome connections, like anywhere you go in the country. And I've got a feeling you're going to have a lot of people who are like, dude, come back next year for sure. Yeah. But I think even if you come back up here, we need to try out some different stuff. Because I know Sam was talking about possibilities of like going out on the big lake, going out on Lake Michigan in like layout boats. Or well, with like not the just that. Let's, let's talk about just since we got here yesterday, we've been invited for two or three other yeah. places just while we've been in Wisconsin oh, and, nice. and they're all within a couple of hours of here because they saw that we were in Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. I mean that that's awesome. I yeah. Mean, that just speaks to the reach that Buck Gardner has and the potential it really does have. Like once, you know, we get this ball rolling like we want it. Yeah. Well, I, you guys, you guys hooked me up with some really awesome calls and I was blown away by that. They have my logo. Is it laser etched on there? Is that yeah? It's laser yeah. engraved. I was gonna. I didn't know what kind of engraving tool you used, but uh, I did it by hand. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like great with calls, like by any means. I'm a very average duck and goose caller. Um, I didn't even know what calls I had on my lanyard. The only call that I knew of that I had was an echo call that I found in a parking lot years ago. Like, after a duck hunt, there was just one laying there. And then I looked down at my lanyard when I put the two new calls on it, and I realized three out of the four calls on my lanyard were Buck Gardner calls, one of them being my very first one. And then I had the double nasty, and then I had the the Drake whistle. And so I'm like, man, I just, like, it shows you. What are the odds of, a guy who doesn't know anything about calls or like just doesn't 
like I don't go out of my way to buy a certain call just because I'm at a level where I'm like, it doesn't matter what I blow. <laughs> yeah. It could be yeah. the best call in the world or the worst call in the world. And I'm probably going to sound the same on it. But the fact that like they were all Buck Gardner calls that I had and everyone in that group, I bet could go around and show you Buck Gardner calls because yeah. they're like the OG. Well, I mean, that's, what... I don't know if there was any other brand in the, in the industry that had that name or that kind of clout from the very beginning. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say is, you know, I think most waterfowlers, me included, and, you know, I, I got an early, a late start kind of waterfowl hunting too. I was kind of the same as you. You know, I grew up, my family, whitetail hunting, and that was it. You know, no one in my family. I was the first person in my entire family who ever went out on a duck hunt, ever. And just like many other friends that I've made that have started duck hunting or the people I started with, that it, everybody I talk to or 95% of the people I talk to, the first call they ever bought and put on their landing was a Buck Gardner call. Yep. And the majority of those people still have a Buck Gardner call hanging on their lanyard in some form or fashion. Yep. You know, that's what you started with, you know, and, and you know, you kind of see that, well, you know, I bought a Buck Gardner call. This is my first call. And, you know, I've got three boys. And so one of them will 100% end up with that call as his first call, you know, and then chances are their brothers will end up with one as their first call. And they'll, you know, continue that tradition and pass it down as well. Yeah. And there, there's a lot of people in the waterfowl industry that, uh, you know, have had their hands on a Buck Gardner call and, and still do most yeah. of the time when they're hunting. Even yeah. even leading up to this hunt, I talked to several of my friends that duck hunt. And I'm like, you'll never believe this. Like, I got to go up there with a crew from Buck Gardner. And that's exactly what they say every time. That was my first call. That was my first call. That was my first call. And I'm like, it's cool to see like one duck call company that, I mean, it sticks with people. Like I don't know every piece of gear I've ever used. I don't know the first pair of boots I ever had for hunting. You know what I mean? But everybody remembers I had a Buck Gardner call. And I, I just think that speaks to the brand and what you guys are trying to get the brand back to. Yeah. I mean, I'll say, I've been privileged to be in the outdoor industry for 13 years. Um, I've met a lot of great people, a lot of great businesses, and I've known Buck probably since day one. Um, of course, anybody that duck hunts knows Butch Rich and Back. Um, Buck and, I mean, honestly, Butch helped Buck get started. Um, anyone that knows the beginning, there were a lot of rich and tone two poly calls that came out. And actually it's kind of funny, Zach and I randomly get these calls or emails or even the actual physical call sent in for a tune up and it will be the late nineties rich and tone two call because Buck worked with Butch and helped him make those. And that is kind of the beginning of Buck Gardner, 96. And it's just kind of ballooned from there for Buck. And, you know, he won multiple championships, champion of champions. Yep. And, of course, at that point, he decided it was time to start Buck Gardner Calls. Yep. And now it's our turn to, I guess, carry on the tradition and, you know, the legacy of Buck Gardner. That's I mean, it. I mean, uh, you know, to kind of piggyback on 
on that, you know, with with Buck's legacy. I mean, we're this this is the 25th anniversary of Buck starting the company. You know, so for me personally, it was a very significant thing, you know, just from the impact that Buck's had on my life, you know. And we, we're talking about all these people that have had Buck Gardner calls were their first call. I mean, that was the same thing for me. I bought a, a pocket rocket, you know, from Bass Pro while I was still deployed in Iraq. And, you know, and that's how I got linked up with Buck personally, you know, because he wanted to talk to me while I was there. And we went through that whole thing and, and became friends and, you know, been on staff off and on for the last decade or so now. So it's having that kind of relationship and then now being able to be a part of the team that's really helping to carry that legacy now that he's kind of stepped back into retirement and, um, you know, be a part of all those future hunters that are going to be still getting a Buck Gardner call in their hands for the first time. You know, that's, you know, that's, pretty pretty special yeah it's it's cool to see like the culture because i know adam and zach asked you to like how long have you guys worked together or whatever and it's been 13 months and you guys are really it's less than that yeah Yeah. i i just i i came and took the role to kind of help revive buck gardner and run the business for the company the investors that own it and Zach, I mean, Zach's only been on board for... Since March. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. came on, like... I came on and I, I moved back to Memphis uh, in September of 2020. Um, and then Zach came on in March of 2021. So, really, we haven't been working together but six months. Yeah. To see, like, your guys' relationship, and I was like, is this how everybody is in the office? And you're like, yeah, I mean, this is just... Yeah. Like, this is us. We're goofy. We poke fun at each other. We have a good time. And, I mean, I think I think that goes a long way with your employees and then even with the people you interact with. 100%. Because I can't imagine, like, there's, there's a lot of people in the outdoor industry that take themselves very, very seriously, and it's like, I don't know. This Sometimes is what the company like needed. It sucks the fun out of it. Yeah, but. for sure. We that When I came on board... I'll never forget the first day. I'm a fairly young guy, although I think I'm the oldest that's actually on this podcast. Yeah, a lot of gray hair. The silver yeah, fox. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to be, right? So my first day, I'm talking to people who have worked for Buck Gardner. I think the least was five and a half years, and the most is about 13 years. Yeah. So, you know, they've been there a long time. Uh, we We have a lady that... She's 67. Uh, we have several employees that are, you know, 50 plus. And then you have a young guy like myself comes in and I'm, I'm pretty down to earth. I'm pretty mellow. And I introduced myself and told them what we were going to do. And it's honestly the excitement since day one, it's carried over. And then, you know, we have Zach now, so there's definitely more personality. <laughs> now you have but, someone keeping that. Keeping you on your toes your whole the whole time. Yeah, but everyone gets along great, and you know the the people make the business, and 
honestly, we've got a lot of work to do. And I think we have some confidence to gain from the Buck Gardner customers that for the last few years, it's kind of just been a void area. It's just been stale. Yeah. So we've got a lot going on. New products. Finally. It's been, I actually think it's been five years since Buck Gardner's released a new call. Uh, 2022, fall 22, we should have for sure two new calls. Yeah. Um, and you know, let's talk about the pocket rocket for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if anybody knows Buck and the brand, every call was honestly a little perverted. So the double nasty and the spitfire and the buck brush. And honestly, I didn't even know about the pocket rocket. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, you know. Let's do something. Let's let's have a little contest. Everybody go to that? Okay. You help me with the podcast? Yeah. Anybody that can get us a name of a new call. That's not perverted. Or perverted. Yeah. We'll give you a call. And we'll give you the first call off the CNC. When we make this new call in 22, if your name is chosen, we'll give you the first call out of the CNC. Yeah, just DM them. I like Or Instagram. This. Or Facebook. Not only that, we'll we'll give you a t shirt and a hat at all we'll just give you a package. So yeah. your your podcast guy comes up with a name. There you go. It could just we'll be send called, you a package. It could just be called the package. That's a little perverted, <laughs> right? Well you may have just won. Yes. <laughs> Another package. Oh god. Yeah, I like that. I really like that. I'll help yeah. I'll let's do help it. Get that out there. Yeah, our new prototype yeah. is it's awesome. It is. Dude, it's, that call is awesome. I it's something it. it's something that Honestly, it's a call talking about a prototype. Zach's actually, he used it in Canada. Uh, He's using it now while we're here. Uh, It's a call that there's not currently a call in the BGC line that sounds like it. Um, I'm just going to leave it there. Um, And I will say I'm also working with someone else that's very, very well known uh, in the calling world. He's a great call maker, custom call maker. He's a great competitive caller. Uh, he is actually building us a couple calls for several more options uh, so that we can have them over the next few years. And I am looking for someone to work with on custom goose calls, goose guts, if, nice. if, if anybody wants to reach out. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think me and Sam kind of struck up a conversation about uh, – you know, him being a phenomenal goose caller, getting him, like, just some samples and him giving us some feedback on what it needs, what it doesn't need. Um, we brought both Sam and Dan a buck brush and a gray ghost uh, with their, you know, respective logos. And, I mean, he was hammering down on it. And he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to shave the reese. I'm like, okay, well, this dude knows how to tune a goose call, obviously. So, hopefully that relationship stays there and he can help us out a little bit yeah if you guys have any of the listeners have any history with buck gardner the the two 25th anniversary calls they're available right now on the website they are the original buck brush and the original double nasty from buck's early days um it's the same file that was used to create some of the first calls that Buck ever made that were acrylic. That's awesome. Uh, These are not the updated calls, so these are the true classic calls. They're available in classic colors. 
um, I, th- I think that I think everybody needs one. Yeah. I might, I might refresh mine. I think that'd be kind of cool. Uh, put one up on the shelf and, and keep the other one on the lanyard. Cause I, I mean, that lanyard's not changing now. <laughs> if I get more calls, I'm just going to have to buy a new lanyard. And, um, yeah, we, we have a guy there in the office. His name's Alex. He is our call tuner, our primary call tuner. He, I don't know that there is anyone in the industry that has tuned more calls than he has. I doubt it. I mean, let me let me take that back. There's probably not anyone in the industry who has put their hands on more calls than Alex, because there are a lot of guys that that work for these call makers who have been making calls a long time. But Alex, Alex touches hundreds of thousands of calls a year. Yeah, it's, I mean, that number is just ridiculous, what he does. So, obviously, doing it that much, you get pretty good at it. Yeah. No, it, it seems like you guys are are fine-tuning the business, fine-tuning the products, and I'm excited to see where you guys go as a company and definitely excited to keep this relationship, even if it just means a once-a-year hunting trip going. Cause, I don't uh, think it's just We're going to get you oh, down. We're going to get you to down south. Oh yeah, yeah. we gotta I'm get you that, down south. I'm really not that far from you yeah. guys, and I've driven I mean, through. Springfield's what five, six and a half, I think. No, well, I, I can I can leave Memphis and be in Springfield in four and a half hours. Oh, yeah. well, I did it for hours. several years, so we don't all drive 95 down the interstate. That's okay. Oh, well, it's really not the interstate, but you know, I, we need to keep the podcast going for sure. Oh yeah, Zach's got a great radio face. <laughs> <laughs> so. Thanks. For all you ladies that are looking hey, out what, there. Yeah, what what platforms are you on if chicks want to swipe right or uh, match with you or something like that? Tinder, I mean, If I'm in Bumble. your area, it's going to be Bumble. Um, Farmers Only, I think, is his main go-to yeah. usually. Farmers Only. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, he's looking for that's where lady. you get your permission. Yeah, he's looking, for, daughter. he's looking for a lady <laughs> who's got preferably, you know, five to a thousand acres. Five. You know, waterfowl, 500 to 1,000 okay, yeah. acres. You know, waterfowl, big white-tailed deer, maybe a little bit of turkeys. He's not asking for too much. but Hey, I just don't want you to settle. I mean, that sounds like yeah. you might be settling. I mean, I'm the only single guy in this room right now. And, like, you don't have kids. There's, like, one other guy that doesn't have kids. So I'm like, I wonder if there's a reason you're the only single guy in this room. Bachelor. <laughs> that radio face. It's that radio face. Gets him every time. Yeah, I will say I'm after the ducks. You look pretty good in some of those pictures. That's just thank you. Well, it's more a shout out to the camera. Are you free tonight? Than it is to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, I, didn't, go, I didn't realize you guys could up. Photoshop pictures that quickly. Yeah, yeah. doctored them up. Photoshop's amazing these days. Yeah. Yeah. What What are you guys uh, What are you guys looking forward to tomorrow? Because I know Zach, you've got a duck that you're after. <sighs> And he landed in my face about what? 10 minutes before this morning. Two black ducks, I think. I saw two black ducks. There's probably more than that. but I think there were probably a couple more mixed in. Yeah. I mean, the amount of ducks that hit the water versus the ones that were just hovering over our face. Because, I mean, there were so many ducks hitting the water. And like they were just bouncing up and circling back again. Oh, but, that, that footage I have yeah. of those first groups coming in, that when I finally got enough light to kind of get some focus going on them. I mean, man, there was, there was ducks – Coming in 
if 15 would land, oh, they were hitting and then the, they were hitting four each would other. get up, and another 25 would land. And, I mean, they were literally landing on top of each other. There was, I've got a clip of one bird who doesn't know where to land and literally just hovers in the air for, like, 30 seconds, just backpedaling because there's nowhere for him to land. Yeah, the, the crazy part, the crazy part about it is we talked about how big this water hole is. Now, this is in the middle of a cornfield. Yep. I don't know. Let's just say 120-acre cornfield. Oh, way bigger than that. Uh, it's bigger yeah, than that, but that. let's just say it's a 120-acre cornfield. And we talked about the size of the pothole. These ducks had plenty of room to not hit each other, and they were literally hitting each other to get to this pothole. Oh, yeah. We were we were getting rained on. Yeah. Like, they were so close and so tight when they would pick up. Like, we were getting wet the whole time. I mean, yeah. at least you and I were. Yeah, I think we were on the, the end. Part, they were kind of flying over us. But, man, I just, I will never forget this morning before shooting light. Yeah, like, yeah. that will be a memory in my mind forever, and I hope that there's another one like it tomorrow morning. Oh, me yeah. too. I mean, we yeah. still had some pretty big wads at shooting light. I mean, yeah, we yeah. shot into a, a couple nice volleys. Well, that, I mean, did it the exact same. Did, did anyone count how many we knocked out of any of the Oh, big, that first volley, I, you, you guys had to have gotten, you know, at least probably ten out of that first group that came in. I mean, you it was That's they were smashed, they were hammered, yeah. and we had. I mean, we had eleven hunters out yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, it was it was. I mean, we were double shooting ducks. Like I would pull the trigger and I would see just like t- two wads just have the same duck. I there mean, you was. can't help it. Like if you're picking out green, like if green's right above you, then me and Drew over here were just double tapping them all morning. How about well, Drew? Yeah, Drew, Drew is just blowing holes. Yeah, down. Drew. I mean, Drew's just. You know, a dead shot. That's what we're gonna call him, dead shot. Or speak. Let's just call him. We got it. Let's call him. We've got. Yeah, we've got. Quick draw McGraw. That's what we're gonna call. I mean, it could be quick draw. It could be the annihilator. It could be like (laughs) the debreaster. We didn't. We yeah. We did not breast that. I mean, that (laughs) surgeon. That one bird, like the beak is all beat up. It was just like he took shoot him in the lips to three and a half BBs at five yards does not. Bode well for a duck. No. I, I mean, I let them fly shooting. a little bit. I mean, make it a challenge. Yeah, I thought we were shooting geese, not ducks. It's so. honestly impressive to hit a duck at five yards with three and a half BBs. I mean, the pattern's so tight. Like, he's, yeah. you know, he's on there. I yeah. like eating them. So, I mean, I mean he shot the breast from that thing onto the grill. They were done when we got out of the field yes, today. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, he cooked him. It was nice and tenderized before that duck even hit the water. That that but that duck had powder burn. There's no doubt about it. Oh, that wide sure. smacked yeah, yeah. him in the mouth. I mean, you could have bayoneted that one. Oh yeah. Well, there is that legal. Can you put a bayonet on a hunting <laughs> shot? <I don't> <laughs> well, that first uh, that first volley that you got shot at. I mean, I had a picture where there's another duck coming up off the water after they've already shot two or three shells. Uh, the guy next to me had already shot his whole uh, tube out and there's a bird right in front of his face, like literally could grab it by the neck and just pull it into his blind with him. Like, I mean, that's how close these birds were to us. Yeah. They, they were not shy. Not at all. This morning. No, they were in the face. I think tomorrow's going to be the same way. I think so too. I'm I'm pretty confident after this afternoon that tomorrow's going to be similar. Yeah, especially on the ducks. And I think geese, even if the geese weren't 
weren't. Of course, we we got to that field a little late to check it, but we saw a lot of geese in the area, so hopefully they came out of that field. But even if not, there's a ton of geese in the area on both sides of us. They're going to be moving around, so you know those 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 geese are going to be looking for places to feed, and we'll sit out there with some decoys, and they'll be like, "Oh look, hey, I stopped there before. Let me let me swing by and grab a bite." We yeah. even got to go jump shoot some flooded timber. I mean, same property. That was a big whiff. I, I didn't see my Drake uh, wood duck that I've I wanted to kill. And see, that's what you do with that old Buck Gardner. You get your Drake wood duck, you mount them on the hanging mount, and you take your old 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 Buck Gardner and you know set it on the. Uh, I like set that. it on the thing, maybe with old shellcase and you know, some maybe what I'll stuff. do is I will see if there's like some real creative taxidermist. And I will have the wood duck, like, wing-wrapped, holding the call and calling. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. I'll, yeah, I'll have it holding like a mallard call. With a bush light in the other hand. <laughs> With a bush light in the other hand. <laughs> they like that up here. They brought out a case. How about the Sandhill Cranes? Oh, oh the Cranes are oh, yeah. up here. Tell them about the picture you got. Oh, yeah. We'll be posting that, and so will uh, Grid Square Media. Yeah. But, yeah. Adam, talk yeah. about it. Yeah, talk so we're... On our way back, actually, uh, after we'd all cleaned up and everything, I think we'd already eaten lunch, too. We were already heading back to the house, and uh, I also do wildlife photography, so I always keep an eye out for anything else we see on the side of the road. And we we happened to come past this one field where there was a bunch of sandhill cranes, and they, but you know they were off the road a ways. And I don't know, half a mile down the road, we come to another one. There's eight more just... Hanging out, how about, like, the, right how, next how about to the that road? amazing U turn though? Oh, pff, you want to talk Pristine. about the best U turn in Wisconsin? Like <laughs> in a mini, yeah, in a Dodge mini. Caravan oh, out here. I thought you guys had no, a not a mini Cooper, I you guys a, had a mini van. Yeah, like bust a Yui on this uh, with this caravan, and uh, we've got the double sliding doors. We we got the upgrade, and uh, so we come to the we come on one side, and uh, Dwayne's taking pictures. Uh, at his side, Adam goes and busts another U-turn so that I could get him on my side. Well, there was this one Sandhill crane that had we still we, we thought it was mud. Yeah, we thought yeah. he just had something in his mouth and he just hadn't cleaned it off or it was mud or whatever. And uh, turns out, like his beak was actually stuck. We still don't know what it is. It looked like it was some kind of dog toy that was like, like a... Either a dog yeah. toy or something from a dairy farm. Right. I think yeah. he was trying to blow one of the competitor's calls yeah. is what well, happened, and it got stuck on his cheek. Right. Well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll post that picture. Um, yeah. It's amazing. It's, it, it, we'll it's, share it's a it. great... It. It's, it's truly a great picture. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just... It's one in a million. Yeah, it's, it's one, one in a million, million oh, Sandhill sure. Cranes with a toy on its... Oh, yeah. basically on its beak. I mean, yeah. dude, we've been here for like 24 hours, and it's been such an experience. Yeah, like, absolutely. The camaraderie between all of us, like we didn't know each other really yeah. 24 hours ago, and, you know, we're cracking jokes in the living room watching football, eating pizza. Yeah. That's, that's I'm not sure we cool. could survive much longer than 24 hours together. Probably not. Oh, man. <laughs> I think all of us need some sleep at some I've, point. I've laughed so hard. At things that Zach has said that I thought I might die. Like, I thought my lungs weren't going to work because they were just, like, contracting so much. I'm like, uh, uh But, yeah. So, no, no looks, but I'll make you laugh. So. <laughs> That's got to count for something. What he lacks for looks, makes up he for. makes up for in... 
being funny. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to come up with something, but oh. Well, oh, my hands are still sweating. He can at least shoot one goose. We know that, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, y'all just wait for that. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, the footage. The slow-mo. Big the honker. footage is mm. killer. Oh, yeah. I. Mm. Yeah. I'm super pumped for that, too. I mean, we keep getting sneak peeks, but. Oh, yeah. I, I cannot wait for this. The amount of, of wildlife altogether that we've seen up here, though, yeah. has yeah. been sweet. Like, we saw a golden eagle yep. land on top of a water tower today. Or, no, a silo. A silo. Yeah. And then it flew right over us. Then we saw a bunch of sandhill cranes. I mean, pigeons and doves and geese. We so had one speckle belly. Yeah, we had one speck try to work, and we definitely you know, should have passed shot that one. I think yeah. so, but we had so many birds flying. It we was did. we had like a wad of twenty ducks working when he was trying to get in there. I, th- I don't even know if we ended up shooting into him, but hey, we didn't even give props to that one goose that ran the gauntlet though. The four pack and the one that got away, oh, and we yeah. all like finished emptying our guns on it. Oh yeah, God, we literally emptied our guns, man. It was stupid. Was that the one with the picture where I've got like the three that are like falling, oh, yeah. and the one is like all by himself? Like, yeah. probably. It's like a yeah. constellation of wads yeah. all flying. Now, I watched yeah, Drew exactly, hit it yeah. two times back to back and knock feathers off twice. I mean, it wasn't that high. Like he was no very killed. It was not that goose's day. No, because no. I I know Dan, you unloaded on it. Oh yeah, I shot at it twice, and that's after everyone else had already yeah. shot at it, and it it just it wasn't its day. No. Yep. Lucky use. Man, probably that, triple banded. Oh yeah. Green reward band on neck there. Collar, you know, neck collar, band. neck collar. Yeah, probably quill across the chest. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Real trophy bird. So yeah, we saw we saw that, and then tonight when we went scouting and looking checking to see if that initial honey hole was still there and uh just looking for other spots we saw dozens of deer oh I mean, yeah tons of white all tail. over the place and being from the south these deer's bodies are just massive they are brutes up here i know yeah, zach like saw first, some fawns and thought they were full-size the deer first group that we home. saw he's like oh my gosh i can't believe how big the deer are and i'm like dude those are three yearlings like yeah well those were born that's a big old fat nanny down in mississippi <laughs> <laughs> Slickhead. <laughs> That's what you're looking for, aren't you? Yeah, I don't care about a deer. Like, I'll kill one for some meat, but like, deer hunting? Come on. I was more thinking about dating. Just a fat nanny. If she's got hunting land, we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. We, we need to have some type of metric here. For yeah. every hundred acres she has, she can drop one point. On the 10 scale. Well, she can get right? about 50 pounds <laughs> per 100 acres. <laughs> she can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my so gosh. She got, she got five acres, and she's 100 pounds. <coughs> Do the math there. <coughs> she gonna be That's a big old girl. <laughs> big old girl. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> cornbread fed, boy. <laughs> I think that's a great spot to wrap this up. Actually, before we go. I want to give you guys all a chance to share uh, social media handles where people can find what you do, the work that you do, um, even Butt Gardener's information, yeah, um, all that stuff. So we'll start with you. All right. So our Instagram is at Butt Gardener Calls, Facebook, Butt Gardener Calls, TikTok. Y'all didn't follow it last time. BG Calls on TikTok. Um, I mean, reach out to us, email, phone, and we we're getting really good about answering. Like, I think that was a point of 
interest, uh, you know, a while back is us not – Buck Gardner, not like us now, but like not getting back. The customer service is kind of lacking there for a little bit, but you know, I think we're on our P's and Q's now. I mean, we're we're getting, you know, called for custom orders and stuff like that now. So it's – y'all just reach out with anything. But that's our – that's all our social media. Got a lot of fun stuff coming. How about you personally? Oh, uh, the Hoppa underscore the Hoppa underscore on Instagram. Uh, Snapchat, Zach Hopper 12. Sweet. I don't really use Facebook. Some of these old guys might, you know, ones with kids and gray hair. Drew, this, we'll just call you like the silent killer because you've just been really quiet. I'm kind of tired. I'm sorry. No, I know. Yeah. You drove 10 hours yesterday, got two hours of sleep, yep. and have just been kept alive by Caffeine. energy drinks. Bang and Red Bull. Bang, yeah. Red Bull, Monster, a whole coffee. pot of coffee earlier. That took oh yeah, no, he's doing. To brew. He's been doing cocktails of energy drinks. I mean, yeah. then uh, I think the death of me was a beer tonight. So, yeah, but Instagram Mo Chicken Taco makes no sense. <laughs> I get it. It's all right. That's amazing, <laughs> Mo Chicken Taco. Oh, okay. This is me. Uh, yeah, so um, you can find us at uh, at Mallard Media. Um, my website is uh, mallardmedia.photography because someone owns mallardmedia.com and they want um, $15,000 for the domain name currently. Dang. Yeah, fifteen grand. Um, so I haven't got that yet. Um, but uh, Go yeah. Go me, guys. Yeah, at mallardmedia um, and then uh, mallardmedia.photography and then my personal is at Dwayne Bratcher on Instagram. So Sweet. And uh for me, uh, it's just at Grid Square Photo on Instagram, uh, Grid Square Photography on Facebook, um, GridSquarePhoto.com. Um, Going to have a lot of prints here coming up soon. I've uh, been working on getting some wildlife prints and stuff available. Uh, so check that out. And then, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Oh, and I do want to add, um, half camera will travel. Nice for for me and Mallard Media. Yeah, and uh, we've we've got a photographer based in Oklahoma as well. Um, so anybody anywhere in the U.S. if you want to hunt filmed or photographed or or whatever, and that that could be, you know, you're taking your son, your daughter out on their first duck or deer hunt, and you just want some pictures, or you know, you got a whole crew and you're driving to Canada and you're spending a week. You know, we love to go out and we love to capture those moments for these guys, and you know that that's the passion is capturing these moments for people to kind of look back upon. So, if anybody needs any of that, feel free to hit us up. We've been we've been in the talks also about a possible elk hunt. Yeah, my wife might kill me when I get home and tell her, "Hey, I might be going to Colorado in a week and a half." To, I will for a week, wait so. for this to air until after you have. That yeah, that'd be great if you could yeah. just, just. We'll just we'll wait and well, I'll ease that over first, and then yeah, That's then you can idea. release it. It's yeah. work. I mean, what what can she say? <laughs> Breadwinner, baby. Adam, I'll just say that. You guys can see some of his footage, Mallard Media's footage, uh, on his website. Does a great job. Uh, be on the lookout for our first little short clips, uh, little sneak peeks, photos from both guys. Um, they're both really good at what they do. I think that they could they can do a lot for anybody that needs it. Uh, but I am on Facebook. It's just Adam Davis and. Instagram, AK Davis, and then I'll be the one and only to give you my business email address. 
It's just Adam at southernhuntclub.com. And anybody, your, any questions, if you want to talk about business or opportunities, just give me a shout. Nice. Uh, so I, I like to end with an ep- or a segment I call emptying the chamber. And this is any final thought that you might have. So feel free if you have something. Great. If not, oh well. But one last uh, time to empty the chamber before we do tomorrow morning. Everybody is looking at me like I no, have something to say. You always, you always have some. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Nobody else has. Well, I mean, for one, we'd be here for another an hour if we wanted Zach to empty his chamber. I've been single a while. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. And uh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. And just, this is going really well. Yeah. This has been awesome. I'm sorry. I just, Never it mind. Took that's what, no, that's no, like, no from the office, that's what she said. It took moment. us a yeah. whole hour to get there. Yeah. But uh, y'all just keep up with us. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. And let's go, Rebs. Hey, can someone explain that to me? What is the whole let's go, Brandon thing? Uh, I'll show you the video. Yeah, later. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I will uh, PG it if you want me to. Oh, it's one of those. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm good. I mean, it's everybody in the stands at football games have been chanting something, and the uh, media yeah. made it out to be like they, they're saying let's go, Brandon, but it was like not kind words about the, uh, certain, the, the certain, guy certain in the fellow. office of the president of the oh. United States. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, people have been saying that on like my TikTok lives, and I'm like, I have no idea what this it means. Br- it's been confusing me for at least a week. So, yeah. Anybody else? I think that was unloading the chamber. That's it. Yeah. Bedtime. Sweet. Drew's ready for bed. <laughs> Thank God. Thanks. Bye. Bye. And that is going to wrap it up for this episode of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I had so much fun sitting down and chatting with them. And I wish we could have done a follow-up for day two. Unfortunately, everybody had to take off. I mean, Drew and I had a 10-hour drive back to Missouri. And the other four guys, well, they had to hop on a plane and then another plane and then drive home after that. And so it was a long day. But I'm going to fill you in. So we, we went and scouted. Um, that night that we did the podcast. The next morning we get out there and there were birds coming in. Uh, unfortunately, that did not translate to birds coming in after legal shooting light. We did have several groups. We saw a lot of birds. We still ended up shooting like almost two dozen, I think, that day. So it was a lot of fun. But here's the kicker. We got two bands. We shot a banded Drake Mallard and a banded Hen Mallard. And then we got put in for a draw. And so Drew actually took off. He wasn't in the in the blinds when we got the first volley at the Hen. He was actually out picking up geese in the field way behind the blinds. And so he came back and we're like, dude, get in. Well, he chases this Hen down that, that wasn't uh, fully dead. And he dives on it, takes a corn stalk to the neck and to the cheek, and then he's pretty sure his collarbone is fractured from diving on this bird. So then he brings it back. It's banded, right? Then Zach, he he was part of a volley where we shot at two Drake Mallards. One of them went down, and Zach randomly is like, all right, guys, I'm going to pick up my banded Drake and he gets up, he like sprints across the little mud hole that we were sitting in front of, goes over, same thing, the mallard's running away, he straight up dives on it, we all watch this happen, 
he picks it up and then starts sprinting back because it was actually banded. Well, he gets back, and him and Drew are both pumped because they think they have banded birds. And everybody took a vote, and the vote was that we actually had to draw for who got the birds because that's kind of what they do every every time they get a banded bird up there um, is they draw for it. And it turns out not, none of the guys in our group drew those birds, which was unfortunate. It was two of the guys from the crew that was hosting us, and... Needless to say, that was kind of a buzzkill for for a couple people. But um, anyways, we had a great time. We had a ton of fun, and I look forward to doing it again. So all together, I think throughout the weekend, we ended up shooting like 70-something birds. Now, we had way more people hunting than were on the podcast. I mean, there were like 11 guns the first day and 9 the second day or something like that. It was It was just wild. I mean, there were a lot of people out there shooting, but... Again, we had a ton of fun. We look forward to going back up there at some point. And we wish all those guys up there the best of luck as the season continues. So, I think we're going to wrap this show up. I hope you guys are getting out and enjoying some type of hunting, whether it's waterfowl, whitetail, um, even fishing, camping. It's it's fall. Fall is currently here. And I'm excited for all of these hunting seasons to continue. And so, until next time, always choose adventure and God bless.